living paycheck to paycheck now can turn into abundance and security tomorrow without the stress. People with the names that rhyme with Fave Tamsey will tell you to live frugally, sell everything you own, and get two to three more jobs. But that's just not necessary, nor is it realistic. In this episode, I will talk through the process of building a reserve that you can live off of last month's income and always have a cushion sitting in your bank account. What's up, beautiful people? It's your host, Brittany Ball of the Be Chic Podcast, and we're back with another fire episode. On the podcast, we talk about the healthy intersection between your money, career, passion, and purpose. Today is another good one, so get your notebook and your pen because you'll definitely be wanting to take notes for these golden nuggets I'll be dropping. Turn the volume up and let's get into it. So I know I've touched on this topic so many times before on the podcast, but I just have to give you a reminder as to why paycheck to paycheck living is so limiting on your life and your financial growth. First off, it's a hamster wheel that you do not want to be on. You can't save for investments or experiences or emergencies if you're solely dependent upon money that you have not yet received. You have a higher risk of falling into debt and a lower risk or lower chance, I should say, to actually crawl out of that debt. You end up sacrificing too much to meet the bare minimum. You can't do much for yourself when you're living paycheck to paycheck. And lastly, it's stressful. Like, aren't you tired? I know I am just talking about it. So let's talk about how we can get you out of this cycle of paycheck to paycheck living and being less stressed and actually growing your money, even if your income isn't changing. So let's just put into perspective the benefits of building a reserve. The first thing I have to squash is the stigma around money having to make progress within your personal life quickly. Pay off your debt, build your savings, cut your expenses. All of those things aren't always possible on a fixed income with no sights of changing. But sticking to a slow and steady approach will get you there with less pressure, more flexibility for life emergencies, and momentum building. Doesn't that sound great? So I ask that you lean into this approach with the expectation that it will take time. There will be setbacks and there will be wins. And once you make it to the finish line, it will be worth it. And you'll be able to reap the benefits for an extended period of time. You will also be positioned to exponentially grow your reserve at a steady rate. Another benefit to building a reserve is that you will naturally have an increased security for future bills and with building your savings beyond that. You know, this plan actually allows you to rest easy that next month's bills are already covered. Now, with that in mind, you can stay the course knowing that this buffer will make things easier in the end and continue to exponentially grow your savings. And this is all achieved by simply saving a little more each check with ease, not pushing yourself too far, too fast. So find a number that stretches you just past your comfort. If you easily save $100 per check, try to save between $120 and $150 to get there. But we don't want this to stop you from living life now. 
as much as you can, start to plan in your budget and short-term savings for things you truly want to purchase or experience. But keep these on the smaller scale and focus on building your reserve. This process will modestly upgrade your life while keeping the process sustainable along the way. So, of course, for me to talk about how great this plan is, I have to be speaking from experience. And as it is with all of my financial advice that I give on the Be Chic podcast, it is coming from a place of personal experience. Um, Definitely do not think that I am some like certified coach who is telling you this is what you must do to be in a better place in your business because I don't need anyone coming back to try to sue me. I'm just trying to help you find your best path by giving you my own experience. So speaking of my experience, that is actually what got me interested in this topic and in this specific, um, what would you call it, a method for balancing my checkbook basically and getting my money to a place where I was slowly but surely having more and more extra versus living paycheck to paycheck. It started in college where most of my money experiences were on a shoestring budget because I was essentially working part-time and going to school full-time. I had some part-time jobs associated with my colleges and that's where my primary income came from outside of my student loans covering my living expenses. So I really had to be smart about how I handled my money, especially with having credit card debt so early on. I remember the day like it was yesterday when I was taking the city bus to a class in 2016. I was still in graduate school and I was totally engrossed in how to be more efficient with my budget. I came across this article about this very concept that we're talking about today, and I promise it changed my life. Although I wasn't living a lavish life, it helped me reel in some unnecessary spending, but also be smarter with my money and do things occasionally for myself and for my family without having to stress too much about where the money was coming from, how I was going to pay for all of these things when I was more focused on school. And I think a lot of people's origin story, so to speak, when it comes to finances is rooted in the experience of lack or um, not having abundance at all and needing to step out of that by creative means. And so this all happened to be my creative means that helped me in graduate school, which ultimately led to me being able to pay for two trips in one year after graduation and um, being able to move back to Wisconsin after school in Chicago for my new full-time job and just really get settled into the next phase of my life without being as stressed as I could have been. So it's very helpful and it helped me move into somewhat of a lean season that I had right out of school. For any younger people listening to this podcast episode, the money just does not start rolling in when you graduate from grad school or graduate from undergrad. 
you have to build up to that. And so I was kind of in a lean season of my career and financially right out of college and having this mindset and following systems like this and others really kept me grounded until I got to a place where I felt a lot more comfortable with my money. So keep all of that backstory in mind as we walk through how to get started with um, living future paycheck to paycheck. So another disclaimer I have to give is that this will require some short-term discipline. I know I talk about employing different financial methods that does not require that much discipline, but this really does require it because you have to keep track of everything that you're doing very closely in order to see your progress. Also, keep in mind to make sure that your reserve of funds are at their minimum before you go into full swing. So once you hit your baseline that you set for yourself, then you can start to strategize how to say more and more and more over that. Just make sure that you are doing your minimums because we're already strapped for cash at this phase living paycheck to paycheck. Do not overdo it because you're going to end up relapsing, basically taking all that money right out of savings and starting over again. So don't do that. Make sure that you are keeping yourself grounded in the end goal and taking it slow and steady. So step one, obviously, you need a place to put this money. So I recommend opening a new checking account. I personally love PNC Bank or Capital One. Those are the ones I currently use. They are very flexible in opening up sub accounts, naming them nicknames, multiple accounts for free. That's all dependent upon the type of bank that you're already with and the kind of features you're looking for. Essentially, you want something that doesn't really have any fees and allows you to move money easily. I prefer checking over savings. Step two, determine your baseline. Next, we need to figure out how much money you need in your reserves to ensure all your bills are even covered. Write out everything that is a bill or a subscription that you want to continue paying. If you come across something that you want to cancel or get out of the habit of spending, mark that and take care of it immediately. It's something you want to identify now. Knit that in the bud because your new budget is adjusting this goal for building your reserve. So add up the total of those charges and then you now have your baseline of either a month or a quarter. Step three, create your savings plan. So set a date that you want your savings minimum to be met. Keep in mind that tax refunds and other large amounts of deposits can help you save quicker. Starting with the two-year goal and meeting it sooner is always a good place to start. Now, you'll divide the total amount that you need to save by the number of pay periods or income installments you anticipate to have by the goal date. Now, as a side note, don't forget to continue putting money in your emergency fund, even if it is a smaller amount while you are working towards both of these goals. You still want to be prepared for emergencies while you're building your bill reserve. And keep in mind, the difference of a bill reserve that we're talking about in today's episode versus an emergency fund is having a stash of money 
for your bills for the next month already in place and not being dependent upon your check in the next upcoming cycle. You will always be pulling on this money once you get your savings up to where you need it to be. The goal of this particular concept is to avoid living paycheck to paycheck, whereas your emergency fund is to cover any expenses that are unexpected. All right, I hope you're still with me. Let's recap the first three steps real quick. Step one, you're gonna open your bank account. Step two, you're gonna determine your baseline. That's looking at all the expenses that you have that you want to make sure you have in your reserve for each month's payments. And then step three, you're gonna create your savings plan. Basically the tactics that you are going to use in order to get to that goal set. All right, so now that we have our foundation set and a very strong foundation because we know what we're saving towards, we know what our timeline is, and we know how much we're saving, then we can move into the next phase. And that brings us to step four, saving and spending. Once you hit your minimum balance, you can start paying your bills from that new account. And this is another reason why I mentioned to open this as a checking account. Now on paydays, after you've started paying bills from your reserve, you will then replace that money to bring your account back up to the minimum. Like I said, we are ensuring that next month's bills are being covered. So when we get paid this pay period, we have to put that money aside for next pay period so that we are not living current to current paycheck. All right, so that's step four. You're gonna keep saving money in your reserve, but also continue to spend the money out of your reserve and remember to replace it. Step five is to grow the fund and your cushion. So the fund helps you Make sure that your future bills, your future immediate bills are taken care of. Whereas step five is somewhat integrated into the whole process and the mindset. By following this system, you're able to intertwine into your everyday money management, spending less and just having more and more money on hand every pay period. This is the most crucial and influential on the entire system. Because that excess money that you have at the end of the pay period can also go into that reserve to cover even more months down the line. This is when the reserve starts to look a lot like a rainy day fund, an emergency fund that helps you in times where cash flow goes down. Um, you'll also notice over time that as you get accustomed to this revised budgeting system, you'll start to just have more money left over each paycheck and in general, unbudgeted spending money that you can leverage to invest in yourself by getting something new for yourself or learning something new um, that requires that monetary investment. Or like I said before, you can just save it and just feel a lot more comfortable about how much money is left over. And I think this is the magic of the system. It creates an abundance and a system that prioritizes having excess with little effort and without having to change too much in your current financial situation.
Before we end this episode, I have to go over how you can more effectively keep track and live more abundantly with this system. It's very important to keep on top of your money, your different bill amounts, and making adjustments along the way, or you can easily get off track. So I know there's someone out there who's still thinking, "Mm, I don't know, that's still a little bit too much, Brittany. This was supposed to make my financial life better. Like, what are you doing here? Well, I still have a little something for you. If you feel like this is just going to overwhelm you and it's just doing way too much, just put more into your savings account, even if it is just a little bit. Remember, this system is for the person who has no savings but needs a way to ease into it. All you have to do is check in with your bills as they change. Make sure that you're adjusting the amounts that you're putting into your reserve. You're getting rid of subscriptions on a at least like semi-annual basis to make sure that you're not wasting money on anything. Just keeping a good pulse of what's going on with your money, at least like on a quarterly or semi-annual basis to make sure you're not overspending or missing anything. So just check in every now and then. Keep it low pressure, but it's something that you should be doing. I also suggest that you find a regular day each pay cycle to check your bill statements. This helps you with those things that change month to month. So for example, my electricity bill changes month to month. So I'm always checking that. But in doing that, I go ahead and I check other numbers that just aren't familiar to me that might not change a lot and see, okay, is this maybe something that I can negotiate or is this something that I can cut? I'm just constantly looking at the money that I am scheduled to come out of because it's something that could improve if I put a little bit of time into looking at it. You just want to make sure that you have enough money to cover everything. And if you don't, where can you scale back or where can you increase your income? If you feel like you're stuck with your cash flow and need to break the cycle, don't sell all your belongings and get another five jobs. I promise there's a better way. And this particular system might just be the one for you. Slowly build up a savings with small and intentional contributions. Once your reserve is built up, pay your bills from those past checks and continue to pour into that account, which pours into your financial future. Over time, you'll start to carve out a respectable amount of savings on your own terms. So that's all I have for you all this week. Let me know if you want a tracker template or workbook for the savings process you can dm me a message on instagram at the be chic or send an email to me via my website bechicu.org i'm excited to hear what you have to say about it i was super excited putting this together because as you know i've been thinking about this since 2017 when i first learned about the concept now before you go don't forget to leave a review to the podcast on apple Podcasts or spotify I'll talk to you next week, but don't worry. I'll be back with this heat. But in the meantime, keep it chic.